Today on The Breakdown, we've got a special edition of The Breakdown where we have not just two players who are big names. No, this time we we chipped in. We put out the, the little cup, got some donations. We got three players who are luminaries, true luminaries in the poker world playing in a 100K buying a tournament. There's only five players left. These three players, get ready because I'm just going to name them. You're going to freak Jake Schindler. Stephen Chidwick, and Brent Kenny, biggest money winner of all time, baby. Yeah, that's right. And this hand is, at one stage, it looks like a cooler. At another stage, it looks like weird things are happening. Someone's in a really tough spot. Someone else is making elite plays. It's just nutso. We're excited to talk about it. We're going to do it right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. You shot your special edition load too soon. (laughs) Like it shouldn't be about the players in the hand. (laughs) Like maybe we'll have like a a good guest or something where it's a special edition. Absolutely, it didn't make any sense at all when I said it, but it seemed like a cool thing. Were you just kind of daydreaming about that show early edition? Is that what I was not with uh, with Coach Taylor? Yeah, the cat brings him the newspaper the day before. It happens. Is and it the so cat that brings it to him? Cat. Well, the cat always shows up alongside the newspaper. Oh. So the, there's some cat that is bringing him tomorrow's newspaper, and he's got to save all the people. You know, there's a piano that's going to fall on a school teacher. Every freaking time travel show, the premise is always the same. It's that we is have not to, time travel. It's effectively. It's it's how is like he a, traveling through time? The, Explain that to me for one millisecond. I'm happy to. He is not traveling through oh, time. Oh, good. The information, however, is traveling through time. That's tomorrow's paper getting it today. That paper traveled through time, did it not? It's a time travel show. It's a form of a time travel show. But it's always about we've got to save the day, fix the thing that's wrong, and save someone's life. Every freaking hour. It's just a procedural, man. Do better, people. Do better. Why are you complaining about a show that came out in like 1999? <laughs> I never watched it either. But actually, Journeyman, which was uh, an interesting time travel show, really interesting time travel show, for a while was doing, it only had 13 episodes. The first half of the episodes, like six of them were doing this kind of thing. And then they were like, you know what? Let's tell a more interesting story. And then started to do really weird stuff where he like left an iPad or an iPod like in the past and he comes back and all the technology is completely different. He just like accidentally left it, you know, and things like that. And it like screws up Future's daughter, like no longer exists. It's like, it's cool. And he can't just fix it easily. It's, it's pretty great. Early edition. <laughs> Journeyman. Early edition is newspaper and the cat. Yeah. Anyway. So if, if uh, Daniel Cates got the early edition of this hand, he'd be like, why aren't I there? Why did I bust this tournament? If Phil Hamuth did, he'd be like, I was never going to buy into that 100K anyway. Uh, that is correct. Yeah. Phil Hamuth was not going to play this tournament. And that makes sense for everyone. Yes, but the people who are are elite players, and we do have only five players remaining here, four of which are among the best of the best. We got Jason Kuhn, we got Jake Schindler, we got Stephen Chidwick, we got Bryn Kenny, we got some old guy. Jean-Noel Thorell. Here are the payouts. They've already locked up 340,000 euro. It goes all the way up to first place of 1.75 million euro. Second place is 1.1 million Uh the pay money jumps are not huge for any of these guys, I think, at this point anyway. Like, uh, fourth place is 500K, so it's only a 140,000 euro difference. It's just one buy in for these guys. That's kind of like getting a cup of coffee, give or take. It's not. So, of course not. But it, but, but it is still like not as meaningful. Like, like they're clearly like these guys are not going to be cowed by No one's trying to ladder up here, is what I'm saying. That's right. All. Anyway. Of course. Um, anyway, 
This was suggested by Ben Page. Yes. Somehow the only suggester of this hand, even though it has these three luminaries, as you like to say. And, and it's a cool hand. It's got interesting plays. Yeah. But anyway, Ben Page did a good job, as always. He, of course, included a YouTube link and a timestamp when he suggested on Twitter. We are the poker guys on Twitter. That's where you should suggest your hands. I, I just want pay, Ben Page. I want you to know that when I'm president, the $10 bill will have your image on it. Okay. You've done that well with the suggesting. That's uh, I don't know if you have the power to do that as president. You can't just call the treasury and be like, hey, I'm changing the face of the $10 bill. Guess when, what? I, when I am president... I will have so that you'll power. you'll be dictator. I'll do what I have to do, and you know if, pe- you'll, if you'll have, people's lives get lost, in the you'll have <laughs> air quotes democratic elections where you win with ninety seven percent of the vote. Say anything like that? I'm what just percentage gonna, of the vote are you going to win? I'm still thinking about it. I, well, I feel like it doesn't look good when it's that high. I'm thinking like a solid sixty four is nice, like a clean sixty four. Sixty four is like impossible in American politics, but would be a lot more realistic than ninety seven. So there you go. Yeah. It's like oh my god, more people love him than anyone. And it's realistic. That's what it's kind of like. Uh, I feel like all the dictators are Mike Postling with their elections yeah. where they're like, yeah, 98% of the people voted for me. Fuck you, Postle. Of course <laughs> they didn't Like, go for 58%. You're I wildly mean, popular at 58%. Yeah. You know? yeah. But you know, that means 42% of the country didn't vote for yeah. you. And that's problematic. That, that when you're harms their ego too much yeah. or something. So we'll just fix it. It's super weird. Anyway, the point of this is Jonathan will eventually be dictator. And I hope to have a place among the higher ups where I don't get in the murder zone. And you're stuff probably like that. OK, um, but no one's going to call me dictator. President Jonathan Levy, the great, the elevated. Yeah, the wonderful. <laughs> Please do not hurt me. <laughs> do not use your kill bots on this me. This is good. This is good. Yeah, the kill bots. That's going to be a big part of my campaign strategy. <laughs> yeah, I'll have kill bots and they'll kill you if, if you don't like me. I mean, you know, vote for whoever you want. But if I don't get sixty four percent, I kill everyone. At the polling station, there are kill bots <laughs> and they're programmed to kill you if you don't yeah, vote for and me. And they do know what, who your vote is, even though it's supposedly secret. Just yeah. so you know, that's a good. That's a good way to do it. Yeah, pretty pretty nice and subtle. With the killbots. All right, let's get to the killbots of poker. Oh, yeah. Nice transition for sure. Jonathan is doing a great job not throwing things around the room. Uh, so we have, of course, Jake Schindler. He's going to start this hand in the cutoff. He's got ace king of clubs. Cool. He's got 16 million in chips at 80K, 160K. He's doing really well. 100 blinds. Yeah, feeling good. He's going to open to 375. Good for him. Moving on. Steven Chidwick's in the small blind. He's got 13.1 million, so he's doing quite well. Yeah. He's going to just call with ace six of hearts. What do you think? I'm a little surprised. Schindler opened in the cutoff, right? Yeah. Um, normally, I think this would be a hand to attack with when the cutoff opens. Absolutely. You got a blocker. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily flop that well post-flop. It doesn't flop that well. Uh, I mean, it's suited. That's nice. It is nice. Uh, this is a hand, obviously, we'd always call with from the big blind. Uh, how deep is the is the guy in the big blind, which is, I guess, in this case, it's it's going to be a uh, depth Kenny. where you could never call a three bet. It's Bryn Kenny. He's got 6.2 million. 6.2. Okay. I was just wondering if there's like reason to try and invite him in, but also Bryn Kenny. Why do we want to invite yeah. Bryn Kenny in this hand? Yeah. This seems like I'm surprised Sherwick's just flatting here with this hand. Yeah. If, Bryn, if is... Bryn Kenny were to three bet, of course, Schindler would very likely four bet, but assuming yes. Schindler folded... Chidwick would probably have to fold or back shove against Kenny, which doesn't seem like a great plan either. I don't like any of those plans. Yeah, yeah. I think he's mostly just folding. Yeah. So I don't know. If you, I guess he just wants to add this into his calling range some of the time, show yeah. up with more aces in the small blind. Yep, I guess. And maybe maybe he also thinks like... Chidwick does lots of things that are like really are designed to screw up the best players in the world. Like that's part of his game, right? He's like does stuff to mess those guys up, which is absolutely what he should be doing. Considering that's where he's playing for the highest stakes right. is against those, 
best players in the Absolutely. world. Absolutely. No, it's, I think it's cool. So he's going to do some unconventional things, and maybe, yeah, he feels like, well, they would assume I'm always going to three-bet a hand like this, so I shouldn't always be three-betting a hand like this. You know, things like that. Like, I'm just not going to do the things that they would always assume I'm going to do and are seen as standard. Of course, that sometimes quickly can develop, or, or you know, it can be a slippery slope into just, I'm playing really bad hands in bad spots, but I'm sure he's I'm pretty sure Stephen Chidwick is like yeah. massive spreadsheets that show yes. like what he's supposed to do in every I'm spot. Sure. You know? I'm sure you're right. Anyway, he does flat, which is unusual, but whatever. If Steve, it was if it was someone else, we'd probably kill him a little more, but whatever. It Stevie, is the, it is the elevated the elevated Stephen Chidwick. It so. is the the Slim Reaper, as I called him. The Slim Reaper, yes. yes. Then Bryn Kenny, who can best be described as the fourth Beastie Boy, is in the big blind. Hmm. Uh, Fifty five million in, in tournament winnings. Yeah, all time number one by a lot. Yeah. Probably made less money than the Beastie Boys, but not by a lot. He might be more broke than the current living members of the Beastie Boys. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, probably not right now, but up in before this, before that big tournament win, for yeah, sure. But anyway, Jonathan keeps throwing stuff around the room. A little inside baseball, it's fun. Uh, all right, so you know, you keep saying that no one can hear any of the things. No one knows what you're talking about. It doesn't make any sense to anyone. You're well, just saying things randomly. That's the audience experience. All right, Jonathan threw a book off a table for no reason, and then he threw his phone out of his pocket <laughs> onto the floor for no reason. Neither of those things are true. And by throwing, I, mean, I throw, I mean like clutched his way into. Okay, that's better. Yeah. Anyway, Bryn Kenny, six point two million in his stack. So he's not doing quite as healthy as the other two guys here Correct. with 160k big blind he has king five of hearts in the big blind he makes the call it seems mandatory yes the only other move is to race which yeah. is also reasonable of course of course but it's like a weird stack to race fold i guess you can raise fold i mean you, you could definitely do that but yeah you're now it's really reasonable just to call and protect your stack here too yeah king five of hearts flops well enough that you can just see a flop for super cheap with a really great price no doubt pots 1.2 million after this pre-flop action and the flop Oh, baby, the flop. <laughs> it's the king of spades. Kenny flops a king. So does Jake Schindler. Schindler flops a king. So it's the queen of hearts. Okay. And the three of hearts. So Chidwick has the nut flush draw. Kenny's got top pair and the second nut flush draw and top top for Jake Schindler. This is a cooler flop. It would not be insane to see all three players get all it. Well, it would be a little insane to see. Chidwick get all in on this flop with his hand. And He'd have to be the one moving in. And yeah. then it's actually hard because then Schindler would be overcalling the all-in if Kenny was all-in too. And with one pair, I'm not sure he'd be doing you that as deep as they are. getting weird with these players, yes. though, if there's a, a post-flop raise and, and it's like, well, I kind of have to put in another raise with this hand in this spot. You know, like, it could happen. Things could happen, for sure. I mean, it's kind of sick. Bryn Kenny flops about as well as you can flop with his hand. And he has 10% equity. He is crushed in all directions. Yeah. He needs to hit an offsuit five. Well, I guess any five. Um, that's all he has are three fives in the deck. Yep. How sick is that? It's pretty gross. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, and everyone has massive redraws against him. <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, you would think this is like a get it in with this stack type of spot, but as we can see, it would not be a good thing for Bryn Kennedy to do. Yeah. He's going to check Jake with his ace king is going to bet 800 K seems fine and normal. It's actually a pretty big bet. Uh, it's, you know, 800 into 1.2, two-thirds pot. Yeah. Well, there are two hearts out there. He doesn't yeah. have any hearts. And there's Maybe no back door for him. There's no club on the deciding board. Deciding just to protect. And yep. But it is, it is definitely a little sizable. All right. As Stephen Chidwick, what do you think is the most optimal of plays here with the nut flush draw? Yeah. It's, it's pretty close. Obviously, we're never folding. Um, 
It's pretty close between raising and calling. Uh, the reason why I say that is because I think if we're in position, we can call a lot more reasonably. Being out of position, I want to raise more of the time because it's just harder to get value later on in the hand if we improve and things like that. Also, it looks strong, which I like. We also hit this board in reasonable ways with our small blind calling range, right? That's true. But when Jake bets into two players, including Bryn's short stack here, how often does Bryn have a handies folding? Or you mean Jake. Excuse me, Jake, have a handies folding, you think? Um... It was king eight six, right? King queen three, so close enough. <laughs> that is pretty far away, actually. Oh, you know, well, in my mind, it was king eight six. So I was like, Chitterwick has, you know, those two. Where the bots, hell did you get two, king eight six? No, I just decided he's got um, middle set and bottom set. So actually, Chitterwick now only has bottom set. He doesn't have middle set anymore. He does have king queen. Yeah. Um, but actually, his value range, I, I shouldn't say it shrinks up. It doesn't really shrink up um, from a combos point of view. Um, this actually does make it feel like Jake is more likely to have a king queen board. Feels like Jake has real hands here yeah. a lot. Like Jake's not putting chips in with a lot of pretty good hands. Like that two is, nines, he's just going to check. Right, two jacks. I think ace queen, he might check. Yeah. Um, those are hands that are great candidates to get him off. So now we can only get him off of like um, maybe some straight draws and maybe some just air plays. And that's it. Yeah. There isn't that much air. There's some. There's like the ace tens of the yeah, world. Yeah, like might an be ace betting. ten ace jack. He might decide to bet, especially if he has like the ace of hearts with it. He could have like. Oh, he n- can't have the ace of hearts, of course. Chidwick has. Ace yeah, of he hearts. might have like the nine eight suiteds of the world and stuff like that too. We could try and just he just take a shot at it on a king queen board. Maybe because you know Chidwick can have two sevens and Kenny can have anything. Yeah. and then it can work. It's possible. It, it, it might work enough. Although when he sizes it this big, it's got to work a lot more than if he's if he sizes it smaller. But still, it could. This it's possible. But there's not as much stuff to, to fold out on this board. When yeah, I think maybe ways. it's possible that Chidwick also is thinking that he has too many draws if he raises here and not enough value. I think that's like, probably true. King-Queen is in his range, but a lot of the time it's a three-bet preflop. Two-threes is in his range, but it's also probably a three-bet preflop really sometimes. Good points. He has no King-Three or Queen-Three. Yeah. Jack and that's suited, though. And, and all of the hearts. Yeah, those so things make a lot more it's, sense It's a calls. lot easier for Schindler to put him on a draw because of that. Maybe that's a reason not to raise. It's a really good point. Well, Chidwick figures that out in the moment and calls. Yeah, he's good. Good for him. Slim Reaper. That's that. Now that we've talked, now we just talked that through. I like a call best. Me too. Bryn Kenny now in the big blind has the king five of hearts again. Oh, it's man. king queen three with two hearts and man, he's sitting there with five point eight million left in his stack and there's an eight hundred k bet and a call and a pot of one point two million. He's got top pair and a flush draw. It's not absurd to just put all the chips in right now, I mean, right? There's two point eight in front of him. Yeah, sitting there just in the in the middle and there's no hand that has him drawing dead. When you have a pair and a flush draw, it's impossible to be drawing dead. Yep. He doesn't even have to uh, put in a huge raise. He could just put in a, a raise that effectively commits him to going all in on the turn. You know, that's fine, too. Sure. Like, you know, to try and get value, to not blow off, not to blow away some, some like, worse flush draws and things like that. That's really all he wants to get called by. Is yeah, I don't draw, know right? if those are going to call sizable raise of any type anyway. There might be a way to size it, but let's not get into that. Yeah. Like, we could, we could spend time kicking that around. Who cares? Um, all in is a pretty big raise with a hand that does have showdown value. And it's almost like, uh, it's a little weird where we might get called. We might fold out all the Queens and get called by all the Kings. Yep. Sort of hate that. We don't have our enough king is bad enough. We that, don't have enough equity and we do have showdown value. The problem is, do we have that much showdown value against this line from two opponents? Like how often are we really ahead with just the King? Right. It seems rare. Chidwick can also have hard. Chidwick can have draws. Yeah. Um, Chidwick can have a queen. Schindler doesn't really have a queen. Schindler can have draws. Schindler has a lot of kings. Yeah, we don't believe Schindler's probably going to fold any of his kings. They're 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 all better than ours. And he's not against not fold Kenny's stack, right? So yeah. if Kenny raises, Schindler's going to like roll his eyes and call mostly, yeah. right? So 
that's not good. Now we just have our, now we don't have the kind of equity we want to have. So I think this is a call. Also, I mean, this is another good reason this is a, this is, it works as a call rather than, um, you're saying the opposite though, right? You're saying you think it's a shove for all these reasons. No, I no, I think, okay. I think, uh, it could be a call or a shove yeah. and I think both are probably okay. I think I slightly lean towards a call because it's tough for good things to happen if you shove. I agree. I mean, I think it really is like, yeah. I mean, it sort of sucks. Like, let's pretend Schindler has the ace, ten of hearts for a second, and he's betting that. Well, he's not folding, and while we do have reasonable equity against him, it ain't like an incredible spot. I mean, that's a pretty damn good spot. We'll live with it, but it's not amazing. It's we're a, like 50-50. We're way better than 50-50 against ace, ten of hearts with king, five of hearts on this board. Any jack, any ace, any heart beats us? Yeah, we, we block there's, hearts. There's seven hearts. There's three jacks. That's ten. There's, there's three aces. That's 13 cards. We're not way. We're not way ahead. I guess we have redraws if he hits an ace, but he has redraws no matter what we hit. Yeah, I mean it's not an amazing spot, but it's a spot we'll take. With we'll this take. Deck. We'll absolutely take. We are we are a slight favorite. That's pretty good. Yeah, we can live with that with the amount of money that's in there for sure. But now that's like okay, cool. What about when he has ace king and aces and queen queen and yeah. king king and king queen and blah 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 blah. So I get calling here, and that's what Bryn does. Yeah, I mean he's got. He also sometimes is ahead. And gets to win with just the king, and that's cool. And he's going to be able to sort of watch these guys play and maybe make better decisions on the turn, you know, with more information, I mean. Yep. It's cool. It is cool. What else is cool is the book that we wrote. We, that's, I mean, we didn't write a book. You know what, Jonathan? What? Maybe you have a little bit of amnesia. Amnesia? In the style of the soap operas, uh-huh. where you have an eye patch as well. And I have a twin. A twin. <laughs> you have a twin, and <laughs> you, you, don't, you don't know which one is evil. <laughs> And your wife died, but I think I just saw her visage. Let me just say this. The twin with the eye patch, usually the bad one. <laughs> just a little, <laughs> little key for you there. Well, we're going to write a soap opera where we flip that on its head and nobody's going to see it coming. Yeah. Also, there's that weird, like, they put like Vaseline on the lens or something. And everybody looks like angelic in soap operas. What's up with that? Anyway. Vaseline on the lens. You know, hey, let's talk about our book. Everything's though. like all blurry and stuff. Yeah, you know, there's like light behind people. Watch a lot of soap operas, do you? I mean, when you're in poker rooms during the day, usually they have the channels on that were playing sports the night before, and often that's soap operas during the day. So I've seen plenty of soap operas like out of the corner of my eye. Anyway, let's talk about our book. It's called How Can He Fold? Which is an interesting question that you know what? We answer it sometimes. Many times in the you book, know, actually. In the book, I mean, there's how can he call? How can he fold? How can he make this play? Should he be bluffing here? All sorts of questions that we answer in the book. It's a 37-chapter book. They're all bite-sized, fun hands. We had a lot of fun writing it. There's a lot of witty banter, but there's also a lot of strategic talk. We think it's great study material as well. Absolutely. Um, it's all big-time tournament hands, a lot of like World Series of Poker main event final table hands and things of that nature. A lot of the best players in the world are going at it, much like we are talking about in this breakdown as well. And it's Grant and I analyzing sort of in a text conversation uh, about the different decisions these great players are making. Right, and this is our analysis at its peak because it's us having a full year of writing this book to really think about everything that we've said in this book yeah. and make sure we really think we are saying the things that we believe analytically. You a lot know, like, of... A lot of like argument and debate went into every sentence of the book. I'll say every that. single sentence, and and it starts with the least complex hands. Although there's still a lot to be learned there, and ends with hands of such complexity that Jonathan and I, who wrote the analysis, have to read each paragraph a couple times to really understand what we're getting at. They break our brain a little bit. Yeah, so but it that's, gets, that's it gets kind of fun, fun. You know, yeah. it's and uh, you know it's a great gift 
Oh, it is God, coming up gift. on the holidays. This is a great poker gift for yourself. Why not give yourself a gift? You've been good this year, haven't you? You deserve a gift. <laughs> and you know, if you haven't, maybe this is the gift that will inspire you to be better. Yeah, maybe it will. <laughs> and if you have anybody in your life who enjoys poker as well, this is a great gift for them. It's good for almost all levels of poker. I mean, if not if you don't know the rules of poker, but you know, like we said, we start with, with the simplest hands and we end with the complex hands. So the idea is you can ramp up to the complexity. It's, we think it's literally good from the home game heroes. You know, the people who are playing you know 10 cent 20 cent poker and little small tournaments and things like that all the way up to the wsop regulars yeah um, we think it's good for everyone uh we've been all those people i've certainly been all those people at my life at different points mm-hmm. and uh, i think this book would have been great for me at any point right and it's now. and it's the the tagline we have is it's a poker book you'll actually read yeah and i believe that because there's a lot of books that are just dusty on your shelf that are just like oh okay do i want to look at some more charts some more poker charts doesn't sound too fun right now. Yeah. This is a way to have fun and, you know, grow as a poker player at the same time. Anyway, there's a link in the description of this podcast. It links to our website, thepokerguys.net. The whole purpose of that website right now is to teach you about that book and show you that book and let you buy that book. You can buy the EPUB files on the website. There's also a link to the paperback on Amazon. If you do buy it on Amazon, please leave us a review. It would help immensely. Right on, man. You get, said it all. Get over there. Get you some book. You know what I'm saying? How can he fold? I don't know. Incredible poker hands broken down decision by decision. All right. Back to the hand. Yeah. We've got three-way action here. We've got the bet call call here. It's a, it's a massive flop of king, queen, three with two hearts, with king, five of hearts for Bryn Kenny, ace, king for Jake Schindler, and the slim reaper, Stephen Chidwick, has the ace, six of hearts for the nut flush draw. 3.6 million now resides in the pot. The turn is one of the worst possible turns for action. Yeah. It is the queen of spades. Yeah. Nobody likes that card. No. Jake Schindler fucking hates that card. Yeah. Bryn Kenny absolutely despises that card. Stephen Chidwick is okay with it, but doesn't love it because he could be drawing dead. Sure. Stephen Chidwick leads for yeah. 1.1 million. How about this guy? He's got just the nut flush draw, the queen pairs. I think this is really cool. Well, he's in a spot where he knows he can't really check call anymore. He certainly can't. He could check raise. Yes. But that's really high variance when he could be drawing dead. So I think he doesn't want to do that. I think he wants to limit his downside. And so leading does that a bit more. There's two things I really love about this play. Mm -hmm. One is that he's telling a good story, which I'll elaborate on later. And two is that he's the guy with the most queens. Absolutely. I don't think Kenny's overcalling with a queen with his deck. I think he is not. So I think we can entirely eliminate queens from Kenny's range. You question whether or not Jake Schindler would bet ace queen on the flop. So it's like very questionable that Schindler has a queen, right? Um, correct. Right. So, and, but Chidwick would absolutely call with queen jack or queen 10 suited and hands like that on the no flop. Doubt. Yeah. So he's the guy with the most queens. Mm-hmm. He also very may well lead a queen because anybody with a king is going to check this card back. Yeah. This is a check through spot. Yeah. And he, if he doesn't want it to check through, he can lead and charge the draws in theory if he had trip queens here. Right. It absolutely makes sense to lead here. And he led and he leads at a size 1.1 million. That is like, a, I have a good hand. Yeah. Not like, please God fold, right? Like, right. I'm betting a third of the pot. Like, So it's so tough to play against a guy like this who can show up with enough flush draw here, which makes a ton of sense. It's a great hand to put in your range when you're the guy with the most queens who would lead a queen. Yeah. But he also should lead the nut flush draw, which is what he does. It's a, it feels like just like a perfect te- technical play. It's a nice way yeah, to balance out what yeah. you're doing, for sure. This guy's good, man. Yeah. He's, really He's doing good. all this in real time. It's yeah. pretty sweet. Okay, Bryn Kenny. Now you're in a spot. Yeah. I mean, it kind of sucks, right? Like, if if Chidwick has a queen, I don't know. Are we getting the right price? It's close. 
if, if we can get paid on the river, if we hit our flush, I guess. I don't think we have anything. I don't think there's any decision here for Ring Kenny except to throw his hand away. He's just give it up. He's too short to mess around. I mean, he's got like what five million left. Yeah, just about. I mean, what's he supposed to do? Like, he still has Jake behind him. Right. What, what if, if Jake, Jake raise? raises? Yeah. What if Jake just doesn't fold? By the way, what if Jake calls? Like, we're in a terrible spot. We don't. We don't have the nut flush draw anyway. Like, someone else could have the nut flush draw, as it turns out. Does, does in fact, yeah. yeah. Um, I just don't see us a good result happening from it. I mean, turns out if he could find a raise here, he might just win the pot. This he might work out, he but might very well get Chidwick to fold or get called by Chidwick, which would be fine too. He yep. has immense equity against Chidwick's hand at this point. And we have to believe Shinner would fold if he raised, but that's because we can see all the hands, right? I think Bryn Kenny has a really easy fold based on his stack size and the situation. I don't think it's easy the way you're saying. I'm not saying easy. I'm not saying he's going to insta fold, but I'm saying like upon th- upon any kind of thinking about it, it's like this is just not a situation you can afford to stick around in. Right. I mean, do you, is there any other real obvious play here besides throw your cards in the muck? I mean, you could decide that Chidwick is balanced perfectly. Schindler C bets too much and that Chidwick has enough flush draws in his range that you can call and Schindler is going to fold enough that you can call. That's what you can decide. But of course, I mean, okay. And then we have to hope a heart doesn't hit or does hit depending on which flush draw yeah, we Chidwick has. And we're never we folding have, on a heart. And then obviously. we have to hope we're right and we're ahead. <laughs> And then we also can get value. You know, it's just like tough. I'm saying if you're going to call, I've mm-hmm. laid out how you could figure out a way to call okay. and justify it. it. If Schindler wasn't behind us, it's a completely different spot, I think. Where yeah. we could make, it's a lot easier to make this call for 1.1 million in position. Um, although we could often be in a tough spot on the river, but whatever, one thing at a time. But with Schindler behind us too, where Schindler absolutely is uncapped, Schindler can have the nuts, no problem, easily. Yeah. Like, that's not good. Why? That's really bad. Yeah, so Kenny actually does find the fold, which I don't think most players would. Like, Mm. to be clear, this is an elite player making a play that feels easy for him probably, but the majority of poker players in the world make this call or or maybe even raise. When you say the majority of poker players, you're really including everyone. Yeah, of course. Not like pros like i don't think the majority of like successful professional players are making no i'm this not call. i'm saying of all poker players yeah, yeah, who okay, play sure. the world series poker main event fair enough know? that's probably true like 90 percent are calling at least yeah i don't know when they're this short i don't know if that's true or not but certainly uh if they're deeper they're calling 100 percent. man you always overestimate the general poker yes, playing population I do. you I consistently do. do i'm always amazed it's when like they turn over their eight hands. to 12 times a year jonathan comes back from playing <laughs> a tournament for the first time in a month and he's like oh my god they did this and this and this and i'm like dude of course yeah they always do that that's correct yeah <laughs> anyway bring kenny's not one of those guys no he makes the fold jake schindler is in a spot where he has a very easy decision it seems like you're losing to what chidwick is representing chidwick is not showing up with king jack here but it's Stephen Chidwick. You can't fold Ace King. It is way too high in your distribution to fold Ace King here. There's no doubt about it. Also, we're getting a really good price to call. Yeah. Like, even if he has it a lot, he probably doesn't have it 75% of the time, which is what he has to have it. Even more than that, actually, for us to be able to profitably call here, right? We're getting five to one. I mean, I'm oh, sorry, four to one. Yeah, four so to one. So we just have to be right 20% of the time or something like that. By the way, we can improve. Not not very often, but yeah. we, there are two outs to improve to top full house. This feels like a super obvious call. It does. And Jake makes the call. Yeah. And Jake might want to call a doctor after he finds out about our tournament on Nitrogen Sports Poker because it's the most insane overlay in the world. He made that call because of all the value. Imagine the value, Jonathan, of our guaranteed 1,000 buy-in tournament where we've never even gotten more than 150 players. 
dude, you are a Segway master. You just segued in and then out and then back into the nitrogen ad. Like, boom, boom, boom. It was so cool. Am I a Segway master to the extent that the guy who invented the Segway is who died by riding a Segway off of a cliff? Well, you're more of a Segway master than him, it sounds like. But that's awesome, isn't it? He And we really don't think it was suicide? I, I don't know. It might be. It I might don't know enough been. about it. That's a pretty intense way to go. I'm going to ride my creation off a cliff. <laughs> it is very intense. <laughs> Sorry if you knew the guy. Yeah, I know. That's kind of sad, actually. Yeah. But anyway, don't let that stop don't you. Don't let from, that happen to you. Don't let that Join stop, nitrogen. Don't let our cold heartedness stop you from clicking the link in the description <laughs> <laughs> to, to access Nitrogen Sports, which, of course, is a website with more than just poker. It has sports gambling. It has other types of gambling. It is Bitcoin only and Bitcoin only in a way that is just so cherry, bro, because they give you your money super fast. 90 minute withdrawal time. That is an industry leader. There's other bullshit assholes out there who use Bitcoin, but they're like, Hey, it's going to take 67 hours because I don't know. I'm twiddling my thumbs over here and I don't give a shit about you. The customer nitrogen's like, I care about you and the guy who died on the Segway. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, then they give you your money. <laughs> oh my God. We're never going to, I'm now, this is this is my future. I'm going to get cast on Saturday Night Live. They're going to vet me after they've already hired me and I'm going to be off the show before I ever do one episode. That's going to happen. I don't think what we've done here is nearly as bad as no. that guy who got, no, that guy was a million times worse. Yeah. He's sure. like a horrible racist, right? Um, some version of that. Yeah. It's hard to remember, but something like that. Cool. Anyway, anyway, nitrogen sports, get you some poker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, click the link. All Let's get to the river. All right. The river is inconsequential for these players. Hands is the 10 of clubs. Of course, the flop was king, queen, three with two hearts. The turn was the queen of spades. Uh, Chidwick led with the nut flush draw. A six of hearts got called by Schindler, who had see about the flop with ace king. Mm-hmm. 10 of clubs comes in on the river. So the pot is now something like 4.8 million. It's 5.8 million. 5.8 million. Excuse me. That's correct. Chidwick has like... How much? He's days? got a lot. He's nowhere near shove. He's got like zone. ten million or something. Yeah, something around ten million, okay. maybe even and eleven. Of course, has a lot more. Yeah. Okay. He's got more like eleven million. Yeah. Okay. So, Chidwick's gonna bet. Mm-hmm. I think this is probably the right decision, right? <sighs> probably it sucks. It just sucks, right? I mean, Schindler mostly doesn't have queens, right? So, I guess there's a few times. Where, where Schindler does have a queen, and you're just like, well, so be it. I just gave you 4.5 more million because Schindler's not folding a queen. Schindler mostly, when he has a queen, has king-queen, though. Mostly when he has that. Right? Yeah. So Or a queen-queen, I guess. Right. But those are like the only queens, he, not the only queens, but almost all the queens he's ever going to show up with are those. So that's good. I mean, obviously, he's going to jam with all the, with those two hands, and we're going to fold, and that will be that. And so the, if, we, if we decide to bluff. This is why I like going for it, because... Yeah. I we we both really liked Chidwick's play on the turn, right? Mm-hmm. And he's got to expect he's going to get called if Schindler does happen to have a king on the turn, right? Yes, or aces or something. Yes, like, like Schindler can't draws. can't fold his top pair plus hands on the turn, and a lot of those so. hands are just one pair hands. Mm-hmm. And Chidwick is clearly repping a queen. I think he should keep going for it here because he's expecting Schindler to call with at least some of those hands, and part of the profitability of that play is to get those hands off on the river. I will say um, both from playing but even like having the opportunity to watch players play like when we, we do poker time commentary of course yeah. for our streamed cast game show and uh so we get to watch all these hands play out and the amount of times there is like a play made and then a lack of follow-through is a, there's a lot of them and it would have worked some really high, it feels like a large percentage of the time the follow-through w- would have worked or does work yeah you know even though like the, you're representing a very strong hand and they call and they're like 
They don't necessarily know what they're going to do on the river yet. And then you bet big and then they find a fold like a, a large percentage of the time. And I think large enough that follow, following through mostly is a good idea. And yeah, sometimes, like you said, Jake has it and is never going anywhere. And the other the problem, is, of course, is how often is Jake going to hero with the hand he has? Yeah. And the hand's just like this, right? Because like King Jack basically plays the same as this. Oh, no, there was a Jack on the... No, it was a 10 on the river. 10 on the river. Um, King Jack basically plays the same. It does. It's just um, distribution. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, like how often is he gonna is he gonna hero with with top pair? Right. So the the weird part about Chidwick's story, and this is true of many plays in poker, is that he's repping a hand to try to get a king to fold, but the hand he's repping would be betting in order to get a king to call. Yeah. Now there is something else going on with I, Schindler's. I feel like you didn't listen to me at all. <laughs> I, <just said> that. <laughs> I could tell by looking at you. No, 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 no. He's repping a hand that's trying to get a king. No. no. He's trying to get a king to fold, but sort of the way he's betting is like trying to get a king to call the opposite, though, yeah. right? It's the opposite of that. It's sort like of. weird that you think he wouldn't. You think he'd bet um, in such a way that he would try and get top pair to call if he had trip queens, right? Versus trying to get them to fold. But he might just go for big value either right. way when he's got it. They, these guys often just polarize themselves, you know, when they've got a big hand. Yeah. So I, I hear you saying. I was going to say though, part of what maybe gives Shin, uh, excuse me, Chidwick a bit more courage is having the ace in his hand that blocks some of the hands that. Um, Ace, 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 hero. Exactly. Those yeah. are like real... Uh, by the way, Ace, Queen a little bit too, just in case. Just in case, yeah. Um, that's pretty great. It is. It makes it a lot easier to make this play, I think. Anyway, Chidwick does make the play. I don't think we discussed that yet. He no, makes 4.5 sort of, 4. million into 5.8. So he goes so there, this And this is what you're saying. His bet is so big that like, if you actually had it, you'd be afraid of losing Ace, King yeah. here. But well, maybe... But you know, for Chidwick, a guy like Chidwick, he's got to be balanced here. And he yeah. knows it. So he's going to not have it and have it both. And probably a reasonable, like, uh, based on the, the price he's laying for Jake, probably about right. Right. Percentage-wise. Okay. So how should Jake, Jake proceed here? Oh, my God. I don't know. Okay. So how is anyone supposed clearly, to proceed here? Clearly, Chidwick has a range advantage over Schindler. Yes. He doesn't have a top-end range advantage, but he has way more queens. He doesn't oh, have kings yeah. full. He doesn't have hands like that. Right. But, no, I think overall equity-wise, yeah, based on the ranges. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's problematic, but that doesn't mean that you should fold the entirety of your range. Correct. Unless the range advantage is so massive, which sometimes happens, mm-hmm. but not this time. Yeah. So how do you choose which hands to call with? You have some queens as Jake. You're not folding those. Well, I mean, most of the queens, we said, are super strong. Yeah. And then maybe we have a little ace queen in there. Although I don't know if he actually, I, I don't think he does, honestly, but maybe he does. Maybe. That's with, the only queens I think Maybe he with has. the ace of hearts. I know Ch- the, Chidwick has that, but like from Schindler's perspective. The queen was the queen of hearts on the board, right? Yes. Okay, because then he can't have flop like a queen and a flush run. He might no. bet that. No, he can't. Um, so how do we decide? I mean, obviously, yeah. If we have, if we somehow have trip queens in our hand, we're not, we're not going to fold that. We're not going to fold that. We're not going to fold threes full. No, we're not folding any. We're not folding trip queens or better. Yeah, we know that. The question is not about those because those are easy, pretty easy decisions for us, right? As well, Jake. they they play into the distribution. Those add things yeah. to the distribution that we can lower other things right. with. But if we don't think we have very many queens, we think we have kind of king queen only. That we actually betting on the flop, so now it's pocket threes, king queen, king king, and queen queen. There's not too many combos right. really out there for us, right? There's two. Well, oh yeah, we're Jake. Okay, so there's two. There's six combos of king queen. There's three combos of kings. There's one combo of queens. There's three combos of threes. Yeah, um, ace king. There's a lot more, of course, right? There's there's yeah, there's twelve, right. So that's probably about as much as the other ones combined. Mm-hmm. Um, ace, ace. Ace, ace, there's, I guess, six. there's six. Yeah, there's all of them. Um, 
maybe we have King Jack. King Jack, we could have called the turn with for sure. Mm-hmm. King 10 suited, we could have called the turn with. Maybe even just King 10 off. Like we're probably calling the turn with all our kings, yeah. right? So, so, so if we're thinking about distribution, we, yeah, we think the high end, but we also got to think about the low end. Right. We probably can have King 10 off. He opened the cutoff, so he can probably have King 9 suited. We can probably also have uh, Jack maybe. 10 suited or Jack 10 off, actually. Well, Jack 10 off, I don't know if he's going to call the turn. Why? The board's paired. It's not great. But why would he call? There's too hard. Why would he call Jack Ten suited? Then do you mean just hearts? Oh yeah, I was assuming hearts. Okay, um, uh, I was thinking preflop ranges oh, when right. I said suited. Uh, yeah, but but he's got to call the turn with these yeah. hands, so it's tougher. He can he can maybe can have King Eight suited, maybe yeah. So King Eight suited, King Nine suited, King Ten off, King Jack off, Jack Ten of hearts, what Ace else? Ten of hearts. I mean Jack Ten of hearts is just oh yeah, no, Ace Ten of hearts. For sure, Ace Jack of Hearts. Ace Jack of Hearts is not. Oh, it's a straight. Yeah, you're right. That's good now. Um, I know there's a lot of King Tens and King Jacks. That's nice for us trying to. Well, there's fewer King Tens because a ten came on the river. Uh, That's true. That's true. Still, there's what? There's uh, six King Tens. Nine King Tens. Nine King Tens. There's two two dead King. Oh no, because we're not counting. We're not. We're blind to our own hand in this case. Yeah, my bad. There's nine King Tens. Yes. Okay, nine king tens, twelve king jacks. Yep, uh, twelve ace kings, six aces. Ace king is kind of in the middle of our distribution. It is. So then we have to find other ways. Do we block? Are there are some of the worst hands? Do they block things that we would or wouldn't want you to? Wake That's to what I was going to get. At. One thing that I like about our hand is Clubs. that we do not have the ace of hearts. Yeah. If we had the ace of hearts, it makes it less likely that Chidwick has the flush draw. Yeah. But we don't makes it more likely that Chidwick has a flush. I draw. mean, just having no hearts is pretty sweet. But the ace of hearts specifically, I guess, because yeah. the king is a pair anyway. Right. Yeah. So that that's good. That that leads towards this is one of the better ace kings to call with. No doubt. How about the fact that it's just an ace? Is that important in any way? Because Chidwick probably three bets ace queen preflop, right? Yeah. So we're not really worried about blocking ace queen. I don't think we are. We block king queen, which yeah. is something he might have called with. Yeah. Usually he's going to three bet that too, though. Yeah. I would think. I mean, I would assume he's three-betting most of his range, but he called with a six, so he's got, clearly got a flatting range here too, right? And then we would assume it's mostly these more mediocre, like queen-jack suited right. type hands, jack-ten suited type hands. Um, I don't know. What queens does he have? Also, this is a slightly different question. Uh, Chidwick? Yeah, Chidwick. Like, he's got queen-jack suited. He might have queen-jack off. He might have queen-jack off. I, I don't think he has queen-ten off. I think he has queen-ten suited only, probably. That's probably it for queens, right? Maybe I don't and think he has ace-queen. And king-queen. And maybe king queen, yeah. but he might just three bet that yeah. lot. But maybe king queen. But then, what does he have for flush draws? Right. I would assume he's got suited connector type flush draws. Yeah. I mean, jack ten of hearts makes sense as a as a hand he decides to lead the turn with. It's well, possible he could have just raised that on the flop though too. He could have just gone crazy on the it's flop. It's possible that. that he's only flatting out of the small blind with the ace x of hearts because he blocks Bryn Kenny having an ace, making it a lot less likely that he gets squeezed. Like, you might be too worried with five, six of hearts that Brink Kenny has too many squeezes. And you want right. to at least block that? I, d- I don't think that's crazy, but that's sort of like you're blocking Brink Kenny's value. But Brink Kenny squeezes with all sorts of crap all the time. I mean... Right, I know, but I'm saying, like, it, you make it statistically less likely that he has a hand that is worth squeezing. Well, in terms of traditional values, I'm saying we've seen Brink Kenny just pick just trash and do it. With, yeah, you know, that's, that's I'm true. Saying. So it feels like a little less important. As opposed to like when you're deciding to squeeze yourself and you have an ace, so that's like the guy who might call your squeeze, like you're all in or whatever, like you eliminate some of the, the hands he can call with. I'm not saying, I still think your point is salient, don't get me wrong, but Brent Kenny's like one of the guys that would feel less yeah. important about too. Man, this is a tough spot for Schindler. I think 
if I were him sitting there, the way I would make that my decision is Ace King's right in the middle. I don't have the Ace of Hearts. I'm going to call. If I did have the Ace of Hearts, I would fold. Yeah. King Jack and lower are all folds as well. Yes, everything better is a call. I think that sounds really reasonable to me too. But um, Schindler decides this is a fold, and he folds actually relatively quickly, and looks yeah. kind of pissed off. Well, it's it's a big chunk of his stack to call, and he's going to lose this big advantage he has on most. And of the table. Chidwick told a really good story. He did, and you know if you know that. He, he can really show up with this a fair amount of the time. You could decide, all right, from a chip EV point of view, maybe this is slightly bad to fold, but from a tournament point of view, maybe situationally, I get to maintain my big chip stack lead on almost everyone. That's pretty darn good. Maybe it's worth like holding on to that. Maybe that has enough value that it's worth holding on to that instead of giving up the few chips I get by calling yeah. when, I, when I call. Yeah. It's really close and it's really tough. That's a fascinating hand. Yeah, I think I think I mostly call too because of the lack of flush blockers. Yeah. But I don't know. Like none of the draws came in. That's pretty good. We called the. I don't know. It sounds pretty good to me. And I do have other hands I can fold for sure here that I would have called the turn with. I like that too. And if we wrote how can we fold again, this could be a candidate to be in that book. Absolutely. I think this is a candidate for any future books that we may yeah. decide to write. Maybe. Um, so. So we know what happened with that hand, but do you know what happened with the tournament? I don't. I'd love to hear. I'm going to tell you right now. Bryn Kenny went out just a few hands later in fifth place when he ran into quads. And then Stephen Chidwick and Jake Schindler got heads up for the title. Yo. And uh, Jake won. Jake Schindler. Jake Schindler won. He did it. Good job, Jakey. Yeah. I've always been a fan of that guy. I know. You're a big fan. I think he's really good. I know. Chidwick, obviously, also very good. Yeah. I don't want to play against either of them. I would take Chidwick heads up. Uh, I think I would in do. general. I think I would. I take Chidwick heads up against almost everybody. Yeah. So whatever. Except for William Reynolds. <laughs> Pristine. Pristine.